Welcome to the 26th episode of Indian Markets with KR. Apologies for the late episode, late upload. The reason for that is because my car faced a tire puncture. And speaking of punctures, Nifty also faced a puncture today, minus 148 points, closing at 11,440.2. And wow, what a what a crazy negative move. Well, not a crazy one, but. You know, it's it's definitely uh, an interesting move, that's for sure. Purely because we saw the euphoria dying out today. So, you know, without without any further ado, let's get into the 10-minute chart. And as usual, as, well, usual being the past two days for me now, uh, we look at the pure price chart, no indicators, no retracements, no nothing just the candlesticks on the 10 minute chart again so we can see that the previous open and today's open uh, is pretty much the same and it was an open equals to high kind of situation so you know essentially in order to visualize it properly you can just think about the open and then the price just dropping after that um, no, no, no price exceeding the open, and that open was the same as yesterday's open. So, you know that that might help you visualize the charts. Ideally, I'd recommend that you sit in front of a chart, or uh, you know, as I'm speaking, you do whatever you want to do on the chart. That that's the preferred way, in my opinion. But if you're listening to this and you don't have a chart in front of you, I'll try my best to. Uh, sort of help you visualize the chart if i can't then i'll keep on trying so uh, don't don't get upset and yeah so anyway open equals to low situation today's open yesterday's open around the same level except yesterday it went up today it went down so we saw some partial support from yesterday's lows the very first one coming in at around 11,490 and of course you know now, if you are new to this entire technical analysis thing, if you are new to uh, market psychology also, I'd say, uh, just keep in mind that whenever you see, you know, any uh, number which is around a round number, always, always think about one thing, that there might be round number resistance or round number support. And in this case, with the very first support being at around 11,490, uh, 11,490 is not too far off from 11,500. So we could say that there was some very rough uh, psychological support also. Ideally, we'd see the difference being between five points or so from what I've seen. So 11,495, 11,497, approximately that would be the support for the psycholo- psychological range. Uh, but again, this this could have been just like a bonus uh, resistance of sorts, uh, rather support of sorts. So 11,490, uh, minor support, though not not much at all. From there, uh, the next one was at 11,472. Again, this was also pretty uh strong but it just did not did not it, it did not pick up enough momentum at all so we saw it sliding again and from there you know the days change in polarity so if you look at the chart and the candle ending 
10 9:59 so 10 minutes uh, 10 10 o'clock 9 minutes 59 seconds that candle uh well the polarity changed so from two negative two positive candles we saw the first negative candle so that also acted as a resistance later on in uh, you know nifty's movement so that was at around 11518 so we can see that already there there were some pretty pretty interesting fluctuations from 11500 to 11,400 and then it battling it out almost if you look at the price movements throughout the day and unfortunately this is not exactly captured very well on the charts but if you look if you were actually present if you were looking at uh, you know nifty spot or nifty future you could have seen just how crazy nifty and you know the futures were moving it was in a constant battle of hey, can I go below eleven thousand five hundred? Can I go below eleven thousand four eighty? All of those things were happening, and you could see it very, very clearly. And uh, honestly, if you're new, if you're starting out, that's the best thing you can do. You will get a very good idea of uh, what the support levels are. So, I'd recommend doing that. Now, let's get our, uh, let's get some of our uh, you know tools down so we I'll, I'll start with the retracement first and i'll draw the retracement you know one of the very first retracements that i've been using and that one is from that that retracement is basically the thousand point move retracement and we do not really see much except for some some minor support at 23.6% level, 11,457, but not too much. So if I just switch to some other, um, some other retracements that I may have. So I'll just try to find them and let's see, let's see what we can do here. Perhaps an intraday retracement may, may work well. Let's see. Uh, oh God, this looks so cl clustered now. One minute, I'll just try to zoom in and yeah the intraday retracement also explains a bit and it does show uh some of the price movements but the thing is that uh you know it's it's very narrow uh especially when you consider the previous big big moves so this one's lo this one looks a bit too narrow and it looks you know the main thing is that the difference between uh, two fib levels is not that big. Like if you see, it's from eleven thousand four fifty one to eleven thousand four seventy two, and that that's too narrow of a difference, uh, in my opinion, to really, um, you know, really understand the price movements better. So I'll now switch to a, another uh, another retracement that I have, and that is a retracement that we also used yesterday, and that's twenty third September's retracement. So if you draw a fib line from 23rd September's low to 23rd September's high you'll find that 11,471 again important level was did act like a minor support for today I mean it was a major support the thing is the index did not have any momentum or rather enough momentum so that's why so that's what we can see with the retracements now let's switch to our you know entire setup you know with all of the indicators and 
if you do not remember which indicators I use, it's going to be all moving averages will be simple 8, 20, 50 and 200. Again, all simple moving averages, RSI and the pivot points. So, you know, when we enable all of that, we can see that, you know, there was, there was some pretty clear 8 and 20 MA support, uh, resistance rather. So pretty much throughout the day, especially when you look at 8 MA, the resistance was just too damn strong. And also, if you're, if we're talking about signals, if we're talking about buy or sell signals, we can see pretty clearly that a 28 crossover happened, um, pretty much at, at the, at the start of the second candle for the day, uh, and the end of the first candle. So that would have been one indication to, uh, short nifty or sell nifty. And that was at approximately 11,511. So we already saw a good 70 point movement, down movement from there. Uh, you know, even if we do not consider the low, the low was 416. So that was almost a 100 point move. But even if we consider the close, which would normally be your, uh, you know, stop loss at 8MA. So even if we consider that, then it was a pretty, pretty decent move. So again, 28 crossover. And the thing is, that strategy is so, it's, it's just so simple, yet it's been working pretty decently, um, you know, in, since the past week or two. So again, it, it's, it just blows my mind how simple the strategy is, uh, yet how almost effective it has been in the past, uh, you know, especially in this market. You know, the reason being that this market has not, you know, really, uh, been been a been an indicator friendly one because we've seen a lot of a lot of false indicators in the market in this market so there's that mm -hmm. coming to the pivot points we see a lot of uh, resistance from s1 support from s2 support from s3 so important levels again 533 478 417 of course preceded by 11000 not random levels uh, 11,533, 11,478, 11,417. So those are the levels again. This sounds like a, uh, a number fest, but the thing is that if you have the chart open in front of your eyes with all these indicators and tools, it'll be just incredibly intuitive. Um, if you're just listening to it, it might sound, uh, slightly, you know, too too much at at the start at least, but again, ideally just just try to have a chart in front of you. If you don't, just know that it went down, it went back up, went down, and just consolidated for a bit and then went down, and then took support at four one seven and closed at four forty. That's pretty much all you need to know if you're talking about uh, you know not seeing the chart. But again, I strongly recommend that you look at the chart. So that was the 10 minute one. Let's come to the daily chart of Nifty now. If we see, and again, it's, it, it's just, it's, it's a down move pretty on, pretty evidently. The thing is, it has started to, um, it's, it's definitely started to, uh, fill in the gap that was created on 20th September and 23rd September. The thing is, it's not yet filled it, uh, completely. 
if it wants to fill it partially that's you know if it wants to kiss the high of the previous candle like the gap candle 20th september then it will have to go down till 11390 or so if it wants to do a complete uh, gap filling then it will have to be at 11271 coincidentally this also happens to be a fib support zone so um you know i'll i'll try to i'll try to find which i'll try to find which fib this is so it'll be easier for you uh 11271 so it's going to be it's going to be the high on 4th june and the low on 29th october 2018 so uh try to join that fib you see that which one is it which one is it which one is it uh god there is just so many uh, so many fibs here that it can get confusing 38.2% level uh, so if you look at that you see that it's 11271 or so and you know if it wants to make a complete gap filling that's the level it would have to reach another retracement that we can do is the retracement of the 1000 point move if we do that we can see that uh today's move was just below just a few points below 23.6 level and since we know that there's always some margin of error in terms of the fib retracements you know plus minus 15 20 points we can say that there is still a possibility that um you know we can see a support here a support forming here and then the index bouncing back up or at least you know being positive ending closing positive or flat rather than negative and closing the gap so it's definitely got a support here especially since if you look at you know the chart itself you'll find that there aren't many supports uh the only one being uh, which one is it it's 17th may so the the thing the interesting thing about 17th may is that the gap candle one of the gap candles provided support or rather resistance to 23rd may uh, rather 23rd september and now this the other gap candle might just provide support to well to today's candle so there's that and yeah i mean a quick 3 day retracement also works so if you can just retrace that you'll see that it's fallen to 23.6 not uh definitely not bad especially considering that it could have gone down further and filled in the gap completely the one positive thing is that sgx nifty at the time of recording this podcast it's uh it's 20 past midnight 20 minutes past midnight on 26 september so at, at around this time or rather one hour ago sgx nifty was in positive positive 36 i believe so if that's the case if we're going to see something similar to sgx nifty then we should also be seeing nifty going positive tomorrow or rather today at the time of recording this podcast but you know yeah sure i mean you're you're probably listening to it uh, on 26th only so today nifty might go positive if it's going to follow sgx if not it might uh, attempt to fill in the gap at least again the 3 day or rather the 2 day fib retracement the 1000 point move that is 
the next support is going to be at 11,311 so it might also bounce back up from there instead of you know going down to 11,270 and filling the gap completely so uh, you know again just a quick recap of what I just said SGX Nifty positive right now if Nifty follows SGX Nifty we might see a positive move if we see a positive move the very first resistance should be uh, 23rd September's open, so that's at 11,541. Alternatively, we can also see some resistance below that figure, so around 11,491 or so, which is one of the supports. So if you look at 10th July 19, that's one of the supports, and that could be resistance. So there's that. And, you know, if SGX Nifty's uh, trend, or rather, is if, SG, if SGX Nifty's positive movement is not going to be uh, followed by Nifty uh, today, then we can see a possible attempt at gap filling. And there are supports, there are a few supports, the first one being at 11,330, the next one being at 11,311. Uh, and the next one, of course, being completely gap filled, 11,271. So, uh, those are the, resi the resistances and supports on the daily chart. Coming to the individual stocks, the top gainers and the top losers. We've got Power Grid that's above, above 200 DMA now, uh, thanks to a gap up. And, you know, it's at 198 now. Up, uh, I believe. How many percent? Up 4.36%, closing at 198.75. And if we do a quick recap, um, you know, I had mentioned that, you know, whenever you see any number that's close to a round number, always, always, always there is a chance it'll see psychological resistance. So 198.75, 200, that's 1.25 points between it. And there may just be psychological resistance on uh, power grid today so keep an eye out on that the next one tcs 2.14 percent up closing at 2088 i had gone long tcs i believe three days back i'll just pull up the chart so i can see my entry point and you know just tell you where i entered exactly and yeah i i entered at 2002 i believe and i exited today so that's a 24 percent or so uh return on capital and this is the future by the way so i exited today purely because uh the 2100 level the psychological resistance w w appeared pretty strong uh the day's high was not going above uh you know 2092 and there was obviously a chance that it, it would have at least kissed 2100 but it did not it's also facing 8ma resistance and 200dma resistance on the daily chart so i chose to book profits on tcs the next uh, and you know coming to what may happen to tcs tomorrow if it does close above 2100 if it does trade above 2100 then it's definitely a good thing we may see um, you know some positive moves by tcs if not then we may see attempts to you know breach the 2100 mark but it might just fail uh, 
you know a few times if, before actually breaching it and that's if it's trading below 2100 tomorrow also so that's tcs and also another uh, you know sort of news based reason for tcs is that they just closed down a they just closed on a qnb deal qnb group deal for their digitization and by the looks of it it sounds like a big deal you know it sounds like a pretty uh, sweet deal for tcs the thing is i did not know about this deal at all obviously since i don't know anyone from tcs the thing is my trade was purely based on the charts and honestly when such events happen and when uh, the news articles cite random pretty random uh, you know news based events for increase in stock prices i always think that you know there's there's always that chance that that news based event was not really the reason it was just a technical level and if we look at tcs it really is a technical level so you know either uh, either the news was already factored in or rather the anticipation of the news was already fact- factored in or you know it really was a technical level or it was a coincidence i am not i i i honestly highly doubt it was a coincidence because we've seen that happen with other stocks also but you know just thought i'd uh, share this little piece of info especially considering that there's a lot of talk about fundamental and uh, technical analysis so uh, it's important to be clear on that it's important to know which ones which and it's important to know uh you know almost the interrelationship between the two so that's tcs the next one ntpc they've signed an mou with hp for uh, a 500 mw hydro plant and again something very similar to what we saw with tcs it's at a support zone and it's increased now whether the support zone was a coincidence or whether you know the technical charts actually work because when i first uh, you know actually started into uh, technical analysis i was pretty skeptical i was wondering that hey you know how can past prices really uh, talk about the future performance or the future trend but then the thing is when you look at such events when you look at uh, you know such news based events and how perfectly it almost ties into the technical charts and the technical indicators it really makes a lot of sense so again i i spoke about more companies having that sort of a relationship just for tcs and now we see it again on ntpc obviously not scripted because i'm just reading the top uh, gainer list on nifty so there's that again ntpc 1.52% off closing at 116.90 and again 120 is also uh, also a round number resistance or a rather psychological resistance so uh, it's not just limited to 100 200 2100 it's also limited to 120 130 uh, obviously to a lower extent depending on the stock of course so coming to the days losers now we've got sbi leading the pack 7.39% down closing at 280 and i believe it's down from the 300 levels it previously held i'll just pull up the chart so that i can tell you and yeah They, yesterday only it it breached the 300 mark i, be, I believe oh no yesterday it faced uh, it rather benefited from psychological support closing at 
just uh, on or rather the low being on uh, 300 300.8 was yesterday's low now of course it opened gap down today and it breached the 300 mark properly i mean proper proper breach 280.25 closing that's why so that's sbi i mean speaking of the chart based factors we can see there's some resistance i mean there's some gap resistance also and by gap resistance i mean the gap has already been filled but it's just that that level still remains if i just you know make the chart a bit broader we can see there's some rough uh, resist resistance zone if you look at 30th august 2018 uh almost the consolidation around that level we can see that it's pretty close to uh, what the price is today so that that's sbi the news based events the news based factors for sbi from what i hear their repo rate linking thing might just be more expensive for uh, you know people who would actually get loans as a result you know perhaps borrowing for sbi or rather the lending business of sbi might suffer because people do not want to uh, you know borrow money at expensive rates of course obviously so uh, that's sbi the next the next loser minus 6% tata motors closing at 123.05 and again pretty clear 50ma resistance we've been seeing this for quite some time now uh, four days constant 50 ma resistance previous time the last time it happened it was on 11th and 12th september the time before that 16th and 17th july and it's been happening ever since uh, this time it has 20 ma support it also had 8 ma support which it has now breached so uh, the 20 ma support is at 122.73 so that's approximately uh, you know 30 or so pesce away from from the price you know right now from the closing price of yesterday or rather today uh, depending on how you're interpreting this podcast so uh, there's that tata motors again i'm honestly still a fan of tata motors purely because i i genuinely feel that you know as someone who's interested in this industry they are doing some really really incredible things and uh, at this point i genuinely feel that they are pretty undervalued especially when you consider that there are certain stocks which aren't doing great which auto stocks i'm talking about which aren't doing great which don't have uh, you know a crazy good future prospect and they are still higher than tata motors so uh, I do feel that at some level Tata Motors is of course underpriced and um, you know especially when you consider that JLR is also part of this group so uh, that's my opinion on Tata Motors uh, 50ma resistance again I believe I had mentioned it yesterday also I'll just pull up my notes here yep Tamo uh, 50ma so Tata Motors 50ma it's honestly pretty uh, evident now that 50m resistance is extremely strong to breach the last time we saw a breach was if i can just check it was on 29th march 19 before that also we'd been seeing a lot of 50m resistance in fact from uh, you know the very beginning of the downtrend we saw some very very intense 50m resistance it's been going on, on and off since 2016 so 
that should just tell you how crazy strong it is. The next uh, gainer, for the next loser for Nifty, that's Maruti, minus 5.29%, uh, closing at 6638.5. And again, it's at a resistance zone somewhat. So that, that might have been the reason why it fell down. And uh, it's now back to 6,000 levels from its previous 7,000 levels. So there's that. The next one, Aisha Motors, minus 4.53%, 17,600 closing. And again, if you are paying attention, if you've paid attention, 17,600, what does it mean? Psychological support. Because it could have gone to 17,598. It could have gone to, um, you know, a a level that's much lower than that. But it stopped at 17,600. So there's some element of psychological support here as well. So Aisha Motors down again. The next one is m M&M. I'm not going to cover it because, uh, you know, there's just too many top losers to cover this time. But the next one is Mahindra and Mahindra, uh, minus 4.3%, 534. I haven't checked the chart yet. I'll just check it right now. It should hopefully indicate on the chart that it's down. And if I'll try to see where the resistances are... <clears throat> we can see quite clearly that the previous support, 16th May 2019, 21st June 2019, those have acted as resistances. Uh, day before yesterday is high. Um, you know, saw some pretty tough resistances from those and now it's just going down. Below 50 MA now, below 8 MA now, almost below 20 MA now, so we should be seeing some pretty strong resistance from Mahindra and Mahindra. And if I just zoom out, we might be able to see if this is an important price level. No, it's not. It's, well, it's, it does have support at <clears throat> 500 or so, but not really, uh, you know, the, the kind of crazy crazy strong resist uh, the support that we could have seen at 558 and uh, yeah i mean my car's tire got punctured twice i hope nifty does not get punctured twice and what i mean by that i hope that tomorrow is not a negative day either on the flip side if it is then that would mean that the gap is filled no no need to worry about the gap anymore so you know either way it works and yeah that that's it for this episode and what a perfect time to end because my throat is just about giving out and yeah uh, happy trading